Welcome to the Swiping Diaries. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Swiping Diaries. Yes, we are still here. We are still strong and online dating in 2021. Today, I have a new guest. Her name's Katie. Katie, hi. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. I am so excited to have Katie on board. Katie and I met at work and we hit it off, even though we started working together remotely. She's in a completely different office and we bonded through our cats, nonetheless, and online dating. (laughs) (laughs) So I am so excited. So Katie, tell the audience, what is your favorite online dating platform? Yeah, so I have been casually like dating on and off for about like 11 months now, I guess. And um, I have used Tinder before, but that was in college. And at least for me, my experience, Tinder is pretty synonymous for like, just like hookup culture and stuff. So not on Tinder. Um, so I've used Bumble and Hinge. Um, I used Bumble more last summer, but I'm much more on Hinge now. And I think I just like the interface more of just having like prompts and just typically I have a lot more interactions on hinge. So that's kind of where my basis is going to be from. Yeah. Okay. So why do you like hinge? (laughs) Yeah. So I like hinge because compared to Bumble, I mean, Bumble is just like a constant, like swiping hole, just like Tinder. Um, And from what I recall, Bumble is just primarily photos. So you just have like age, name, location, and then just like five photos or something. But on Hinge, they designed it to where you have photos, but there's also prompts. Um, So there's like, like the questions I have on there, like pull it up. (laughs) Um, But they have so many prompts. It's kind of frustrating and stressful. But my prompts are like, oh, you should leave a comment if, or I geek out on, or I'm the type of texter who, and then like other people have prompts on theirs. So you have um, up to zero to three prompts. Um, So someone has like my personal brand, leave a comment for blank, my biggest risk I've taken. So they're really good at just like helping encourage conversation between you guys and also like seeing what you have in common. So it's very easy to look at someone's profile based on the four pictures they have or so and their three prompts and be like okay yeah like I feel like I could definitely vibe with this person um so yeah I just see I just feel like there's a lot more engagement on hinge um you know they said oh it's designed to be deleted like (laughs) because you're gonna find your match well I'm still here 11 months later hinge so (laughs) but (laughs) um no I I found some great people on hinge that are really nice um Bumble, I have been on there. I swiped and I interacted with a couple people, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't the same. So that was just kind of my personal preference. I gotcha. Yeah. It's um, a known thing on the show that I do not vibe with Hinge and that is okay. Really? Why? (laughs) So I don't know. I just, you know what it is? I think like back in the day, I guess here, I'm going to say it. I was a little like superficial. I was like more into looks and everything. And like, you know how- You know how Hinge gives you certain, um, like they'll send you ideas of people that you could potentially match with. Yeah, it's like, oh, they you'd be really like recommendations. Yeah, yeah. And I was personally offended by the recommendations <laughs> that they sent me. And then, like some of the people too, like their bios weren't even 
fun to read either. And then I'm like, well, you're not cute. Your bio's not cute. Hinge, like your algorithm must have broken for me. What the heck? But I mean, but coming onto this show and starting Swiping Diaries, I've realized that a lot more people prefer Hinge than I've anticipated. I thought everyone, for whatever reason, was on the same yeah. thought Hinge was That's so scum funny. of dating apps, which I'm <laughs> learning it definitely is not. And maybe it was just my fault. And I haven't used it to the best of its ability back when I was still on the dating apps. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just like never really had success either on there with getting to know people or anything. And I guess too, like maybe it's better too after college because during college, like it did nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're still developing like in college, you know, like you're still becoming a person. So it's just like having those detailed profiles and collecting that data might be kind of hard at that age, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I definitely think that it's kind of awkward to say, but I had swiped with like a couple of people, like two people of like a certain ethnicity. And after okay. that, Hinge was like, oh, dad said, this is who you want. You want someone of this ethnicity. I was like, well, I mean, like, I'm okay with anybody, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny because like every day, like my recommendation would be someone of that race. And I'm like, <laughs> Hinge, I don't have a type. Okay. Stop, stop trying to pigeonhole me. Right. But it was just so funny. Um, oh my gosh. That's, so, inc- yeah. I didn't realize that. I guess something in their yeah, album, really they were funny. like, well, and I'm wondering if they do that too, because how many people, I'm sure they've probably seen so many people like come through the app that have a type and like, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they just gravitate towards one ethnicity versus another. <laughs> and I guess that's what they base things off of. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it's doing, but I was like, yeah, I mean, I matched with like one person and like now every day it's like, so you want someone who's similar to this person? I'm like, it, it had nothing to do with their race. It just had to do with who they were. Stop pushing this on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, it God. It is pretty funny. And so I, I was curious because Tinder, I told you before, Tinder, you can download your data and there is this like third-party website that you can basically dump the data into and it generates like this huge like infographic for you. And oh, I was yes. like- Please explain this. This I, is really cool. I don't cool. have Tinder, so I don't know. But I saw oh. on Reddit, I'm sure- whoever out there can go Google it and find it. Um, but like I said, it takes the standard um, data that you have from Tinder and um, you, so you export that and send it to them. And it just generates all these infographics of like the amount of swipes you have, the amounts of like yeses and like conversations and stuff like that. And um, so I was like, oh, like, let me see like what data Hinge does have on me. Like now I'm curious. And so I downloaded it. And um, it's actually really not that much because I was like, where is it getting my type from? Like, I need to know this information. They don't give you that. Um, it just has every single match. So it just was like one, two, three timestamp. And then just like, if you had a conversation, like that's it. Okay. So, so I was like, oh, that's not nice. But I was blown away because it said that I had like 1600 matches on him. Yeah. Damn, like, Katie. Okay. I see crap. you. <laughs> I mean, that's in the span of like 10 months. And to be honest, like I've only talked to like maybe like one or 2% of those people because that's where it gets into like the other side of dating, which is just like, it's emotionally exhausting. So like you have to like really ration your time and make sure like you even want to talk to that kind of person. Like, do we have something common? Am I attracted to them? Like, unfortunately, like that is a factor. Like, I don't look at it that much. Like, oh, are they like, six pack, eight pack, like, cause usually those guys are probably not, 
yeah, not looking sense. for a relationship. I don't know. <laughs> There's sus in my book. Like if it's just like some like Greek god, I'm like, sus you're out of my league or See, maybe I don't that's know. why, maybe that's why things never really worked out for me back in the day. Cause those were the sole people that I would swipe <laughs> on. And then I think it was probably like, um, please stop swiping on these people. It will never work. Here are these <laughs> other people. Kind of, and then I got kind of put you in your place. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, like that's crazy though. And like, I was just thinking too, how you were talking about, like, you know, you only reached out to 1% of them. Um, you know, let's bring it from like, I was just thinking about it from my marketing perspective, like at work (laughs) right now, especially with, um, everything being digital, there's so much what they call like digital fatigue. So it's like, you almost have too much coming at you from a digital perspective that like, you get to the point where it's like, I don't even want to look at anything. It's, It's really true. You know, like today, like I'm like just this week, I've been really busy with work and like my phone will just be pinging and pinging with like messages from friends or Snapchats or hinge like messages. And like my response rate is so slow. And it's so funny because I'm thinking like they probably think I'm playing head games with them right now, like not responding. But like, honestly, I'm just so busy. (laughs) Right. But that's Um, wild, though. Like, I'm wondering, too, like, you know, how much of that information that you can download about yourself on Hinge that like you're not getting. I know because I was like, like I said, I was like, where, like, I want to know, like, what data they have on me that they're like creating my, you know, most, uh, I forgot what they call it. Like most compatible? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. How do they generate my most compatible? Because like, I I don't know. I don't know how they generate it because I match with like, people of all sorts, all ages, like whatever. And like we chat, but like, sometimes I like get these recommendations and like, I feel like you're being racist. <laughs> oh, yikes. Shots fired. <laughs> they'll either be like, here, you swiped on this ethnicity once, or they'll be like, here, you guys are both engineers or no, no, no. Actually, it's really funny. I have a friend here um, from Auburn university where I went to school who lives in Raleigh and he's a year older than me. Mm-hmm. And we have mutual friends. So when I came here, they're like, oh, you need to get to know him. I was like, yeah, absolutely. And um, so I met him and we're definitely like not compatible. <laughs> 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 and um, anyway, so we're both like single, still on the dating. And um, he came up as my most compatible on Hinge like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> and I was like, why it's literally like hey this white guy who's your age went to auburn you went to auburn now kiss (laughs) well and i'm wondering too since like they use your location i'm wondering if they're like wow like they literally hang around each other and they're very close in proximity all that's creepy maybe i mean i mean i'm wondering because how else do they know like how far away people are like you know they have our location it's crazy yeah so yeah, there's a lot of stuff things going on there, but um, it's definitely very interesting that the people they churn out as your most most compatible. Um, I've only really matched with like a couple of those. So um, yeah, I think I've only trying to remember now. Actually, I, I unfortunately I just kind of go through and like remove matches like after we like get numbers and stuff. Um, but I think honestly I've only like matched and talked with like one or two of the most compatible. So okay, it's something, but I wouldn't. I don't know. They're like, oh man, you'll be like twice as likely or five times as likely to go on a date with this person. I was just like, okay, it's a free app. You know, what do you expect? (laughs) Exactly. They're just trying to get people to use it more often. And like, if they see you're compatible with someone, then you'll interact with the app more, keep coming back. And 
anyway, then it also then solidifies their algorithm that it's doing well and everything. But um, I was going to say, so how do you like, so I know for the, a long time you were in a relationship and then, then you, you know, unfortunately broke up, but you're on the dating apps okay. now. But um, how have you found dating now to be different with the pandemic versus like beforehand? Yeah. So honestly, like I really don't have a lot of like beforehand experience. Like I had um, pretty much like a lot of long-term relationships in college because that's just kind of the mood. Um, So I had a lot of long-term relationships in college. I graduated in a relationship and then um, broke up last April. So I've been single since last April. And that's, this is kind of like my first experience with just like being out and single, like in the adult world. So I can't really like compare it to beforehand too much. Um, but I definitely know that it is very different <laughs> than um, pre-COVID. Um, so like you touched on, like the big thing is definitely going to be like everything's online. You know, you can't go out in person and meet somebody at a bar anymore. Um, like actually I was at a bar hanging out with my friend and these guys like tried hitting on us from six feet away. And we were just like, COVID, <laughs> COVID, I don't know you, sorry. <laughs> Like, can we have your number? I was like, no, COVID. <laughs> um, I don't believe it's also you. a good excuse. That is a good excuse. Yeah, if you're like really not into the person and then yeah. it's like, okay, well, actually, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not seeing people right now, COVID. I might take care of my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so there's definitely that factor. Um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah. So everything is like online now. Um, and then even then, so, you know, you'll do a lot of texting and people will be like, oh, like, are you comfortable like meeting up? And usually I say yes. I'm like, you know, I'll let them know like, hey, like, I don't see anybody ever. Like, <laughs> I live yeah. alone. Um, and they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, like I don't go to the office either. So usually we'll like discuss that. Like, hey, do you feel comfortable? Um, some people do like video chats and stuff. Um, I haven't done that just because I'm more of just like a in-person person. <laughs> um, so it definitely makes, it, it makes starting off a little weird sometimes I would say probably for people um it may be hard because you know you have to actually be interested in somebody enough to go out of the house and meet them during COVID you know so that's definitely my perception on it um and then from there it's gonna be a lot of just like texting and like you have the media burnout which is a big phenomenon and then um, the media burnout oh you mean like the digital fatigue yeah 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 the digital fatigue that's like a big aspect too um, like I was saying, like, you know, <laughs> my response rates have plummeted just because I'm like always on my phone, always on a computer and, um, it gets really exhausting. Like I want to talk does. to them. So I'll just be like out the gate. Um, just like, Hey, like let's meet up this weekend or something. Um, if they're comfortable with that. I prefer so. that too, because then like, then you actually get to see as well, like if you're actually compatible and mm-hmm. like, we'll get along with one another rather than like. I feel like nothing's worse than like, you know, you play like a texting game with someone and then you meet in person after like months of texting. It's like, oh wait, I actually like do not get along with this person at all. Exactly. So, I mean, this goes in so many different directions, but um, yes, (laughs) that's a big thing is there's so many ways to go. Um, So I, I read Modern Romance. Yeah, Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari. Listeners out there, if you have not read that book, I definitely recommend it. It's very applicable for the dating world that we live in today and how vastly different it is from like our parents' generation and our grandparents' generation. 
Um, so the book walks through that, walks through that, and explores like a lot of the distinctions between the two, um, like, well, the multiple generations and how they date. So right now, you know, our generation is looking for like our best match, whereas like older generations were looking for just kind of like in their bubble of like church, school, wherever they are, um, you know, good suitable matches for them in that realm. And um, oh, I got lost. Where'd I go? That's really fascinating. That like also reminds me too. Um, I heard a TED talk, or no, it was a yeah. TED Radio Hour. And they were talking about love as well and how like also like as the generations have come and gone, like the, what they're looking for in a partner has changed. So like it, it aligns with what um, Aziz and Zuri, right? That was the mm-hmm. author. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It aligns with what was said there because so like back in the day, like way back. Okay. Um, did you ever hear of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Yes. My counselor tells me about that. Yes. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, there's like the physiological needs, which are your most basic. So, and then it goes safety. And then I think social and then esteem and then Mm self-actualization. So like back in the day, you know, you found a significant other to like fulfill certain needs. So like the thought was like, okay, like way back in the day, partner to help get food, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you needed one another to be safe. Then you needed, you know, then you started exactly. building a sense of community and you build self-esteem. And then now it's progressed. Like relationships have progressed to the point where you're looking at your significant other to make you, to get to that self-actualization need, like to get yeah, like to that, mean, to get to that best version of yourself possible rather than you doing it on your own. And then like finding someone else who like also has it on their own. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, and I then, mean, you want them to meet all that criteria, honestly. Like you, like I mean, that's what I say is like I'm looking for like my best friend. Like that's yeah. how like my ex and I were. Like we were best friends. Like it's more than just like, hey, I need you to cook meals for me, have my kids, and take care of the house, and do hunting and gathering, and you know, mm-hmm. it's it's much more than that now. Um, right. The, the 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 big thing there, um, <laughs> I got lost. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. but I was going to say there are, there's a lot of things to talk about with Aziz Azari, but I was going to say the big thing um, that he was pushing in that book is we spend too much time on the dating app. So that's something that I've really tried to like readjust is texting less and investing less online and investing more in person. Um, so he went as far as to say that um, like professional like dating counselors have recommended that you send no more than six messages on the dating app to that person. So it's I like, really appreciate that. Yeah. And it, it honestly was like pretty eye-opening when, even when he just said like, you know, basically we spend too much time on dating apps because it's true. Like I've definitely had like very, like, you know, a couple day conversations. Like I'm still in conversations now with some of these guys. Um, and I've started to just be like, oh, he's like, oh, have you been to this pizza place? Like in Durham? I'm like, yeah, no, I haven't. You should take me. <laughs> Good like, for I'm you just though. like, yeah, I'm just, or not like that, but I'll just be like, oh yeah, we should go check it out. Like, I'm always just kind of like, okay, if we're talking and we have like simple, like interest in each other, then like, let's meet, you know, because after a while, like I've already learned, like, you know, starting out on the dating apps, when I started talking to people, it was like, I'm very nice, like very invested. And, um, you know, and I actually did end up talking to some of these people for a while, but you can't do that with everybody. And so what you kind of have to realize is you have to realize how to 
not overextend yourself and kind of ration yourself appropriately for the situation, but also for yourself. They don't wear yourself out. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. And it's so easy, especially with, um, cause Bumble was one, a dating app that I frequented quite a bit and (laughs) it's so easy to just sit there for hours. Yeah. Um, so like that makes me feel really happy that like at least someone's putting it out there to the world, acknowledging like, Hey, you really shouldn't be spending that much time on these apps. No. Like, you know, it's a good tool. Like, and that's the thing too, is like, you have to use it as a tool and it's a tool mm-hmm. to just exactly. broaden your horizons, meet more people, but like use it as a tool, not the end all be all. And like your only source of, you know, communication, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like even today, like this guy was texting me and I was like, yeah, just give me your number. And like, I can send you like a YouTube video that I mentioned or something. Um, and so like, I'll be seeing him this weekend, um, and like another guy this weekend. And like, I haven't really talked to the other guy on the app and that's fine. It's fine just to be like, Hey, do you want to meet up for drinks this weekend? And be like, okay, cool. See you Friday. Like, that's okay. <laughs> right. You know, like, um, it's, it's just really hard. And that kind of ties into like learning about like the social cues and the unspoken, like social rules of like dating and casual dating. Cause like, as Lisa already says, like it is drastically changed. You know, it used to be, you know, uh, oh, I met a girl down the street and, you know, we have that in common that we live on the same street or we go to the same bar. But like now there's so many people and you're trying to find what you have in common with them. And um, it just takes a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. And like you said, it's so time consuming. Um, Mm -hmm. One question I do have too is, so I know, I mean, we've talked about this off recording. Um, <laughs> but I know you've been like a dating fiend. Like, how do you, <laughs> so I not know, really, not really, <laughs> not like in a bad, not in a bad way at all. I appreciate the hustle and the finesse that you have, <laughs> but I want to know too, like, how do you keep it all straight? You know, like, did you ever like mess up anyone's names? Um, like no. how do you like schedule everything? Yeah. So what I do is, so last year over the summer, I was kind of casually dating um, and I would do kind of more like one by one or like two, like, okay, so let's get this straight. Like it's all socially accepted that in casual dating, you are talking to and hanging out and whatever, like whatever you want with other people. Right. Um, and so like the biggest thing is like communication. So it's always kind of very clear that like, Hey, you know, we're just casually talking. Like I am talking to other people. <laughs> But in the beginning, like in the height of COVID and everything, I was very like cautious. So I was only seeing like a couple of people. And then I kind of like, yeah, I was talking to them throughout the summer. Nothing really came of it. Um, and then I took a break because of holidays and everything. Like I was not going to date during holidays when everybody's been sharing germs. So I hopped back on um, probably towards the beginning of February. And so I guess what I realized is I kind of just do like batches. Like I'll have a burst. So I kind of like, it sounds weird, but I kind of like save up swipes on Hinge. Like I'll see them come through. And if I like don't like them, I'm like, ah, no. But if I'm like, eh, maybe then I'll just kind of let it sit in the deck. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Like in your back pocket. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I'll have like, I'll have like a ton of matches. Um, And so like, once I'm like, okay, like, you know, I I guess I'm ready to like, see if I want to talk to anybody, I'll go through and I'll swipe through the matches. And so usually out of like, I don't know, max is out of 50 plus. So whenever I have like 50 plus matches, I'll probably talk to like four of them, five of them. Okay. Um, So I'll go through, I'll whittle it down. And so in February, like I did my first like batch 
And um, I'm still talking to like one of the guys. He's out of like the state for like a month. So I guess I'll see him in a month. I don't know. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I was like, I'll do like another batch and see if there's any other guys. So there's like two or three that I'm going to be meeting up with. And um, I don't get names mixed up, but I'm very bad about it. like, oh yeah, like I told you about this, right? They're like, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, because like you're having, and that's like another thing with like not, investing like too much in people that you may not be interested in is because you have the same conversation sometimes like especially right. with the prompts like usually people respond to your prompts which is great definitely if you're on there and hinge respond to prompts um because people are much more likely to respond if you just like if you just like the first picture I just swipe off you because you probably didn't go through my profile <laughs> whoa wait I've never heard of that strategy before yeah, like it, they're really smart. Yeah, if people like my first picture, I'm just like, nope. <laughs> if they like my last like, picture, I'm like, okay, you made it to the bottom. Because, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so that's like strategy for people like accepting the swipes <laughs> on hinge and also swiping. If interesting, so like, so if you're swiping on people and you're just swiping on everyone you see, make sure you go to the bottom picture or the bottom comment. Yeah, yeah. And like that. At Don't least. settle for the first one. And then people that are accepting matches, make sure if make sure that they're not just liking the first picture without having like a comment or something. Yeah. Like I know, um, I know it's it's a lot going through profile. Like I get burned out, but it's a lot going through profiles, looking at people being like, oh, do I like them? Are they attractive? Um, so I know it's easy just to like pictures and stuff, but you know, if you really do see someone you're interested in, like definitely drop a comment on anything, even if it's a comment on the picture, like, oh, wow, like where were you? That looks so cool or something or something silly uh, or one of their prompts because the likelihood of them reacting and engaging with you is a lot higher, at least for me. Um, yeah, it, it's hard. You know, I'll be honest, like I don't do a lot of swiping. Um, usually I just kind of go through like my swipes on my side that I've received. Um, right. But I do go through and I do swipe through people. But for the most part, like it's people that have swiped on me that I'm accepting. So keep sending your swipes, man. We'll get there. It just <laughs> probably is at the bottom of the deck. Sorry. <laughs> I You hit, didn't hit my batch yet. My batch acceptings or not acceptings. That's I so get funny. Busy and then I'm like, oh, I should see who's out there. Because like I, I enjoy like all the people I have met. Awesome. Like we're always like, like you're such a cool person and you know it'll end if it you know when it ends I'll just be like I hope you meet your person like we're all just looking like we're oh, all that's so like you're looking yeah that's so sweet that is that's so literally sweet. that's literally what I told like so this goes into the bachelor thing so yes <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen for all those people who are in relationships right now just know that casual dating is IRL bachelor slash bachelorette um so you heard it here first <laughs> it is so and it's because we're all casually dating it's literally bachelors just all those people you're talking to but they have to be friends <laughs> well what's um, crazy is like you brought up earlier too how like it's uh, it's tough to uh, it's tough to like remember what exactly you told people and I'm yeah. wondering if they edit that part out of the actual bachelor, because I'm sure if you're dating 30 people at once, I am 100% positive. You mess up with who you told what to yeah, or like definitely. how they remember everything that people told them. 
I, I, I always wonder about that. So like I, if I were on The Bachelor, I would keep a notebook. Like I would <laughs> honestly, I would honestly keep a notebook. So <laughs> in my last batch of swipes in February, um, I met this guy and um, we met, we got sushi, um, we got some beers and we hit it off. He was a nice guy, very outgoing and um, we have a lot in common. So he was like, yeah, no, I'd love to see you again. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. So we saw each other a couple more times. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm much more of like a two, three, four date person before I really decide on somebody than like a one or two date. Um, just because like, you just can't get everything in that one, you know, two hour block or something or an hour block. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's, and that's another thing that as you said, it's like focus more on like the fifth and sixth date and getting those and getting like the first and second date. Like, so I, I try to invest more in people. So that's why I kind of just do like <laughs> batches and just kind of see like, you know, what happens and just kind of invest in that group. Um, instead of just like continually swiping. So um, we hung out, we got beers. Uh, he invited me to hang out with some of his friends. And um, that was also a weird <laughs> event, but um, that was the nurse one. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Can you please tell everybody about that? Okay. So <laughs> remind me where I'm going with this though, because I'll forget. So okay. <laughs> he was like, hey, this was um, actually, it was after the first date. So he was like, hey, I'd love to see you again. I was like, yeah, absolutely. And it was a Friday. The next day he was like, hey, my friends are having a game night. Like, I know it's like really like last minute or whatever and you don't have to, but do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, I love like game nights, like board games, right? He's like, yeah. Heck yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'll see you there. So I come and I walk in the door <clears throat> and they have like a shot on fire. I was like, oh, la. I was like, la, this ain't, this ain't a game night, is it? And so, <laughs> um, yeah, it was a lot of what do you mean? And um, well, what's the other one? Uh, Cards Against Humanity? One? Yes, thank you. Cards okay, no problem. And like just drinking games. And I was like, okay, whatever. That's fine. Y'all do that. So I sip my one beer and I'm sitting there and there's this guy there who is a nurse and he works at a very nice hospital in the area. And um, he's like, hey, guys, hey, guys, you guys want a banana bag? And I'm like, what? And he goes and gets this like giant medical bag and he whips out like an IV bag of fluids. He's like, all right. And he like slaps it. I'm like, oh no, that's not a bag of Franzia. And he, <laughs> he attaches it to the microwave and he has his other military friends put the IV in his arm. Oh my and God. And the military guy has literally never put an IV in before. So like, it was just like wild. So anyway, then he was like, all right, dude, your turn. It's a big swap. So anyway, these two guys are putting IVs in each other. I will not disclose any information because I'm pretty sure this is illegal. Um, <laughs> and they're sharing needles too. Ew. No, 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 Ew. no, 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 no. They're two separate IV bags. Oh, they good. Gave, they gave each other banana bags. So they're just okay. sitting there with their IV bags together. Good. Um, so, you know, if someone actually needed it at one point, then, well, I guess they need it if they're going to be drinking, you know, ultimately. Yeah, they didn't want to be hungover. Hydration. So, Anyway, it was just hysterical because they were drunk and so like, he puts like the IV like port in and then he like pulls it out and it just like spurts blood straight out. Ew. And I'm like, oh, I was like, this is not a COVID compliant activity. Um, but luckily, you know, he's vaccinated. Um, so I don't have to worry about that. But it was not COVID compliant. And the guy that I was with was so mad. He texted me after. He was like, if you never want to see me again, I understand. And I was like, honestly, like, it's fine. Like, People are weird during COVID. It's it's fine. I, I've seen weird shit before. It's okay. So you're such a good sport. 
Yeah, I was like, I mean, I've seen it all. I mean, okay, not like that, but it was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just the concept. Like, if someone brought that up to me at a party, especially with, like, strangers, I'd be like, are you serious? But, like, I'm, that's kind of gross, but I'm, like, all for it. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty, it was, it was wild. And there was also a second nurse who was there supervising. So I was like, okay, assessing the situation, like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. If these people were like, I've never done an IV before and there's no like medically registered people here, I'd be like, don't do this. Right, right. But I definitely let them do it. And it was oh. really funny. So I have a video. Everybody reach out if you want the video. <laughs> Check so. it out on our social page. Actually, no, I feel like that would get the social media page like taken down immediately. Oh. Like I said, I don't think that this was a legal activity. So um, I'm not going to distribute the video probably. So anyway. <laughs> We hung out after that. And um, yeah, so, I mean, we definitely like, you know, had a little bit of a connection. I was like, yeah, like, I want to see just like, you know, if I want to see him more. So I think it was like the fourth time we were going to hang out and um, he was supposed to come over. And so he texted me and it was funny because like during the week, I could tell that there was a shift in tone in his texting. And, you know, I always have my gut feelings, but then I'm like, eh, just give him the benefit of the doubt. And so I was like, whatever, maybe he's busy. And, um, so Friday he was like, oh yeah, like I'll be over tonight. And then he was like, you know, I have a second thought. I was like, law, law, if you say in this, like, just, it's okay. We can just leave it here. But he goes into this whole thing. He was like, well, you know, like I've been talking to somebody else and, you know, I formed a connection with them. And he was like, but that doesn't, that doesn't lessen our connection at all. Like, I'm not saying that at all. And I was like, oh, it, dude, it's okay. And, um, so he goes into this whole thing and he's like, I just don't want to, cause he's 32 which leads into another thing with the whole casual dating thing. Um, So he was like, I just don't want to waste your time or my time, like blah, blah, blah. Um, So I just want to let you know that like, I am seeing somebody else and like, I really like them. um, And I just don't want to like be like leading you on thinking that, you know, there's something here when I have somebody else or something. Anyway, so I was like, that's fine. I was like, we're all like seeing multiple people. I was like, but if you went out of your way to tell me, then you probably like her more. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. So I was like, it's not a big deal. You don't have to come over. Like, it's fine. Like, you probably like that person more. Like, so just focus on that. He's like, yeah, I do think that my connection probably has developed a little bit stronger with her or something. And I was like, literally, this is The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're, yeah, we're all out here just trying to find our stronger connections and letting the other weaker connections go. I mean, first of all, he's missing out. Um, I'm sure that other, I'm sure that other girl's great, but knowing you, he's missing out. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? But what was I going to say? Well, at least, you know, he didn't ghost you because I feel like ghost yeah. happens yeah, yeah, yeah. way more often. Like I'd rather have yes. someone be like, I genuinely don't see this working out. Then it's like, okay, I get it. Goodbye. Like, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it was great because we had talked about that before, just kind of in general, like casual dating, which I think is important. Like once you get to like your second or third date, definitely talk about like, hey, you know, casual dating, like this is kind of where I'm at. Um, you definitely need to do that early on. It's kind of weird sometimes. But like if you're dating to find a, a, a person, a best friend, then you have to kind of be candid. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciate it. I was like, I appreciate you telling me. I was like, it's not a big deal. Stop apologizing. Like, I don't have that much invested here. It's okay. Right. Um, You're like, I got my bag of hose in the corner, (laughs) ready to go. (laughs) 
And so that's where I was, I literally was just like, I hope you find your person. Like, good luck. I hope it works out with her, you know, because obviously that is a stronger connection. That's okay. So yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was weird. Cause that was like the first time, like I've had someone ghost me before and I was like, Oh, that's weird. <laughs> just like, we met up in person and he just goes, Poof. I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, it was the first time someone ever had just been like kind of genuinely honest like that. And I was like, thank you. Um, and I've been on some people too. Like there was a guy that I had been like talking to on and off. He's actually like one of the first people I matched up on Hinge. And um, we had a lot in common, like so much in common. Right. But <clears throat> he just, you know, that's the biggest thing, ladies and gentlemen, is know how, like, this is what I like encountered in my last relationship too, relationship too is just knowing how you want to be treated, like how you want people to respect you and like how you want to be treated. And so I was just like, I feel like I'm really starting to overextend here and like, I'm not getting enough out of you. And so I had to tell him that I was like, I just, you know, we've been talking for a while now. So if you're still saying like, oh, I'm getting to know you, like that doesn't make sense. Like you're really, you're holding back on your side. Like there's something there that like you're not investing. So I'm a go. <laughs> good for you. For standing, good for you for standing up for yourself because yeah. I don't think a lot of people have the guts to do that. And that takes someone who like really respects themselves to yeah. do something like that. That takes a lot of guts to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, by I now mean, you're like, whatever. I can tell people whatever. No, it's hard. I definitely like, I hate it. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a nice person. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Like, I hate it. But it's like the necessary evil. And it's so much better to tell somebody like in the beginning, like, eh, I don't, all you have to say is like, I just, I don't, you know, I don't see this, um, turning into like a long-term relationship or anything. I don't see this turning into like what I'm looking for or, or something, you know, or just be like, this isn't working out for me personally. Like you're an awesome person, but X, Y, Z. Um, that's okay. You can say that <laughs> people like it's been pulled. People prefer honesty over ghosting. So it's just difficult finding the right words. And that's why that guy was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. You like somebody else. <laughs> right. Well, I'm wondering too, like, you know, if he thought you had all of your like, you know, eggs in one basket with him. No, and you're I, like, I, oh, he knew. Yeah. And it was funny because he had asked me to hang out. Um, he asked me to hang out one night. I was like, oh no, sorry. Like I have plans, um, you know, next time. And he, I think I saw him like two days later. He's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm being honest. Like, you know, I knew you were on a date probably like the other night. I was like, oh how do you know that? <laughs> I was like, how do you know that? I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like we, we all know it. <clears throat> so I, it's like I said, it ties back into just like, ah, uh, you have to talk about it with the other person. Cause the one guy that I had first matched with on hinge, I was like, I am so green to this casual dating thing. Like it's stressful. It's very stressful. Because, you know, I'm more of like a one-on-one -on -one person usually. And right. so I was like, when you're casually dating, you know, do you tell the other girls that you're seeing other people? And like, I'll be like, yeah, you know, I'll let them know that I'm seeing other people or, you know, I'm really starting to like somebody else. Um, and I was like, what about like, if you choose to like sleep with like somebody, do you tell everybody else? And like, do you still sleep with other people? And then she's just like, I mean, yeah, as long as you're like communicated. I'm just like, this is so stressful. <laughs> so that's my advice is be transparent and don't 
always assume that people understand the unspoken, socially accepted, casually dating norms, okay? Because there's a lot of noobs out there like me who is like baffled by the fact that A, we're all seeing other people, B, you could sleep with all the people. <laughs> yeah, there are no, um, literally there are no rules to online yeah. dating. But if you are sleeping with other people, you must tell those other people, okay? Like, that's my thing. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it happened to me. But okay, like, so you think so? I feel I, like I'd be too nervous to say anything. I just, if, if like, you just use protection. Someone, yeah, I mean, if you yeah, obviously use protection, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, if I slept with someone, I'd be like, okay, so you're sleeping with anybody else. Like, I definitely have a right to know because we all remember sixth grade sex ed, like, <laughs> like yeah, she yeah. rolled out the blanket and she's like, all right, so if Joe sleeps with Ann and Ann sleeps with Bill, you guys all slept together, you know? <laughs> Obviously, I had some um, backwoods sex ed, early 2000s, and <laughs> the only the only form of birth control is abstinence. So, you know, consider that bias there. But it is true. I mean, like you guys are all like interconnected. So just tell people because people want to know who else they sleep with. <laughs> yeah, well, they need to know also- where you are. You know, mm-hmm. and I guess it's also important too because, like, God forbid, like you do have. Like, let's say, like, God forbid you contract an STD. Like, you need to tell people. You can't yeah. just, like, it can't just be like, oops, surprise for them. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, if, if I were to ask somebody, like, oh, like, are you sleeping with anybody else? They'd be like, no. And then I get an STD. It's like, so <laughs> where did this come from? Like, you know, it's just, anyway, it's wild out there. But that's why the biggest thing is just be honest and transparent with people. Let them know how you feel. Let them know that you're seeing other people. Let them... And like, I've heard it go both ways. Like if you're serious about someone, let them know, be like, Hey, by the way, like, I'm not really talking to anybody else. Like, you know, I've kind of just started to focus on you, just letting you know. Um, that is such a mature way to look at, look at that <laughs> mature and like healthy way to look at it. Because I feel like, cause I mean, I only really was on the, uh, like the dating apps in college and a little bit after I graduated, mm-hmm. but at least in college, it was very much like you didn't tell people anything. You left people in the dark, you left people guessing. So like, you didn't really know if like they yeah. wanted, you know, more in a relationship or not. So you were always just like yeah. guessing. And then you were in that like constant state <laughs> Gray of like, area. limbo. Yep. Yep. Limbo. Nobody, nobody likes limbo. Nobody likes limbo. Um, no. yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. Like, I guess I didn't specify, but I'm, I'm going to be 26 next week. So like, I'm getting older and oh, happy early birthday. Thank you. And, um, a big thing that I've realized is a lot of the guys that I'm matching with on social are on the dating apps are older, either, I guess they realize that they're lonely or they finally got their stuff together or they're finally like stable, got out of a college relationship. <laughs> um, <laughs> So a lot of these guys are older. And so when you're, when you're, I'm 26 and they're 29, 30, 31, you don't have time to waste people's time. You know, like don't lie to people. Don't string people along. Um, If you want to do that, just hop on Tinder. If you want to be vague and weird and stringy, go to Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) Keep all the good people on hinge. Okay. Well, like uh, quarantine, quarantine, all the good people onto hinge and bumble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, it's funny because like, so I matched the one guy, um, that I matched with like in February and we were talking, we hung out a few times. Um, it was like the second time we hung out and he was like, oh, you should come over. That's another thing I meant to say is COVID dates. 
COVID dates are very limited. It's either like, do you want to oh. go get drinks until 9 p.m. and when the, the city cuts us off? Or do you want to come hang out at my place? Or, you know, there's, there's just not like a lot of options in the winter. In the summer, you can at least like go paddleboarding or whatever. Um, but yeah, COVID dates are weird. Especially, but, oh my um, God, I didn't even think of that. I mean, I guess like- yeah. Summertime, it's way easier. Like you said, like, you know, outside. Summertime, easier. Yeah. Maybe a hike. Picnic, yeah. Like I did a picnic at the park. But, like, when it's cold and it's winter, it's, like, beer, dinner, hang out at my place. <laughs> Those are your choices. Um, which is fine. It's fine. So, anyway, the guy was like, oh, do you want to come over? Um, I'll cook dinner. I was like, okay, sure. So, we come over, cook dinner. And we have a lot in common. You know, we, we really have a lot to talk about. And we have, you know, good time. So we're on the sofa and he like leans in and he kisses me. I'm like, okay, like that's fine. And um, and then he like really starts kissing me. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know you like that, but okay. And he was like, you know, we don't have to stay here on the sofa. And I was like, excuse me, sir, this is a nice sofa. We're gonna stay on the sofa. Yeah. <laughs> and so like we were like making out, and then finally I was like, okay. So this leads me to the million dollar question. I'm like, what are you looking for? You know, this is date two, but I'm just like thinking to myself, like, I met this guy on Hinge. I'm like, okay, so if he's looking for a hookup, this is the wrong place. So I was like, what are you looking for? Right. And he was like, and this guy's like 30. <laughs> Just okay. so you guys know. <clears throat> and um, he was like, oh, well, I was like, so I mean, like, if you're just looking for a hookup, just say that, like, but just what are you looking for? Because you haven't specified and your actions are a little confusing right now. And he was like, well, you know, I feel like I've kind of outgrown that. And, you know, I'm trying to look for something more serious. And I looked at him and I was like, this isn't a good start. <laughs> I mean, at least for me, I was like, good for you. I mean, to eat, yeah, I was like, goes back to like self-respect and like how you want to be treated. But I was like, I'm not going to hop into your bed, like on a second hangout of you cooking me pasta. Like, <laughs> right. And like, you know, and if you're comfortable doing that, like totally yes. fine, you know, good Go for you. For but, like, it. but yeah, I mean, that all comes back to like you were saying before transparency and like, mm -hmm. and if you're really trying to get to know someone, you don't necessarily, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, I'm sure there's relationships that have worked out where yeah, they go every way. It does. Yeah. But like, you know, especially if he truly wanted to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. There's talking that's involved. I understand, <laughs> you know, like physical stuff comes. That's important. There's like, there's going to be a physical aspect to everything. That's important. But he was trying to, to whine. And what's up? I said, just don't ask me to hop in your bed. <laughs> he was trying to whine and dine you like that. Yeah, it was just so funny because I feel like he was just kind of, I don't know, he was kind of a surprise. He was like, oh, I can't do this. And I was like, no, if you're trying to like actually date people and like court people, I was like, considering me, who I am, <laughs> and most of my friends, no, you don't ask them to get hop in bed with you on the second date. Sorry. <laughs> Especially too, like he's 30. You would have thought he would have known better. I mean, I don't That's know. I don't thing. know. That's the thing. I feel like, because I asked him, like, have you, I feel, it was another time, I think. I think it was the next time we hung out. That's right. I hung out with the poor guy again. Honestly, I think he was just, like, confused. I think he just was kind of new to the scene because he's like, oh, I haven't had a relationship, like, in a really long time. It's just been, like, a lot of just, like, one-off. Um, so I think he was also just kind of, like, confused. And I was like, no, we're going to stay right here on the sofa and talk. <laughs> like adults. Like adults. Boring. I know. <laughs> But honestly, though, like, once again, thank God you stood up for yourself, because if not, you would have left there being like, well, I did something I 
didn't really yeah. want to do. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's, I, I think that's kind of, I don't know if it's a COVID thing or if it's just horny people. Um, but I do feel like the guys are very like, let's go, let's do this like off the bat. And I think it's just kind of like COVID and isolation and like lack of human touch. I think people are like definitely seeking that. Um, so yeah, I don't really know, but I do think that, um, ladies out there, men out there, it goes both ways. Draw your boundaries to what you're comfortable with because look, I like you could hook up with somebody and then they could be like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. And that's kind of a crappy feeling sometimes depending on where you're at. So just look, if you're interested in the person, they'll stick around for a couple more dates. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. And I think, um, you know, I think the lack of human touch too kind of works both ways. Cause I feel like it's either people are like craving it so bad or you have other people. Yeah. Like, I feel like me a little bit. That's like, Oh my God, I don't touch me. What are you doing? Yeah, no, I mean, that's me too. Like I, I was hanging out with somebody and like, he like came up and like put his hands on my shoulder or something like grabbed me. I was like, Oh my gosh, someone's touching me. This is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely like, and then like if somebody touches you like, Oh my God, someone's touching me. Thank God. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like it's like a complete 180. And like, I can never tell you what side I'm on that day. I, it's like, once I'm thrown into that situation, then I know how I yeah. feel. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, COVID dating's wild. Um, we're all here lonely and, uh, looking, looking for our soulmates. I would say, well, what about you? Do you believe in soulmates? I feel like you can have multiple soulmates throughout your life. I don't think you're necessarily like destined one person. Yeah. I don't think you're necessarily destined like one person or whatever, but like, I think like you're able, like, I just think like each part of your life, like brings you something different. It's true. Um, Yeah. It's definitely true. So, you know, I don't think, like I said, I don't necessarily believe in like destiny or like, Oh, we were destined. (laughs) No. Yeah. I don't know about destiny. Um, also, you know, what's funny in, Spanish, the like idiom for soulmate is media naranja. And that literally translates to half orange. And that's how you say like, you're my soulmate. You're my half orange. Oh, you're my other half. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh my gosh, if you just think of everybody like citrus fruit and like, we're just cut in half, then like, you know, you're just seeing if your half like fits with the other half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I know. Cause like I was, I don't know where I heard it, but someone was talking about like soulmates or something. And I was like, I've always been like, no, but then like going through all this casual dating, it's kind of like, good Lord, maybe there is such a thing. I mean, you're looking for a person who is going to satisfy, do they live near me? Do they speak the same language as me? Are they the same age group as me? Is it the right time in our like lives for each other? Is there physical chemistry? Cause there's just so much stuff and it's hard like going like, Going through all those 16, yeah, 1600 swipes on Hinge. Honestly, I'm, I'm not picky. I, I'm just starting to think that there's such a thing as maybe like having like a soulmate. Who knows? <laughs> I'll let yeah. you guys know. <laughs> and like I said, I feel like it like really just depends on, you know, the stage you are in your life. Like I think too, like friends can be soulmates. Like, and it's very platonic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. It, it's, it's about that like kindred connection, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying earlier, like looking for a best friend. Um, yeah, it. That's that's what's important to me. Betsy, sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I think that's what's really important to me is just finding someone who 
physically attracted to, emotionally attractively, emotionally attracted to, intellectually. Um, it's a lot of criteria, and that takes time. I've been on a dating app for almost a year now, <laughs> and I think sometimes like that word soulmate in general, like I think yeah. that scares people. And it's not meant to be a scary word, you know, like, I think like if you were going on the dating apps right now and you wrote a bio that said, I'm looking for my soulmate, you know, I think people might look, I know (laughs) you would never do that, but it's interesting because it's like, at the end of the day, like, isn't everyone at some point, maybe not now, but like at some point you will. Yeah. I mean, that's what you want. You want to find your person. And that's, and that's what Aziz Nazari was talking about in his book. He was saying that that's another reason people are delaying getting married so long is they're looking for their love. They're looking for that best companion, that best fit. And that takes time, you know, and it's going to be exhausting. But he was saying that like people who do wait and who do like search high and low for their person, it's wonderful for the most part. (laughs) Um, Yeah. They said it was really great. Um, There's just so many different ways. Yeah. There's so many different ways to approach all of it. Wait, what was that? I said there's just so many different ways to like approach marriage and everything. Cause I mean, you can also like, you know, meet someone when you're 18 and off the bat, you know, like if people have it all, you know, it's crazy. Right. And then like people also get married too, like at different timelines. Like, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. some people, like we have like one of my relatives in Portugal. Um, this was like years, years ago. Um, she, was, I think she told me she was like 19. Anyway, she was 19 when she met her now husband at when he was, was he 29? Either way, they're like 10, eight years apart. So like a decade apart. And she's like, I knew. And within like a year they got married or something. Like, I think it was within a year. Um, I I know, but it's just like, you know, she was at work one day, he came in and like, they just Boom. knew. And I'm like, that is wild. Like even still, like, you know, I love my boyfriend now, but like, I know I am not ready for marriage now. You know, we've been dating <laughs> yeah. like over a year and, you know, I just think everyone too, like moves at their own pace. Yeah. Um, so, which is also harder to gauge on the dating app. Hmm. It is. It's Yeah. I mean, you don't know what kind of baggage, you know, the older people get and the more life experience they have, the more dating they probably have. Like, there's a lot that goes on back there too. You know, they could be still hurt from something that happened five years ago, you know, and, you know, hey, have to break down those walls. It's just, it's a lot. (laughs) People are a lot. There is so much, but like, I mean, me too. So I get it. (laughs) we're, We're all a lot. We're all a lot. So Thank you so much, Katie, for coming on to your first ever episode of The Swiping Diaries. I hope you had fun. Did you? Yes. Okay, good. It's always always good to spill in the tea on casual dating, so. Exactly. Well, I I think our listeners are going to appreciate, too, like, just hearing about being open and transparent is not taboo. It should be done. It's really really important. Like, that's, that's my biggest takeaway is just know what you want know how you want to be treated and you're going to learn that along the way you're going to be like oh I, I don't like that and you'll remember um so don't expect to open a dating app and immediately be like woo like I'm my best person like you're going to learn 
Um, but just be honest. People want to be, people want to be honest. They want to be heard and they just want to be seen. So. I love that. Thank you for that wholesome content that I know <laughs> our listeners need um, as they navigate through the wilderness of online dating. It's wild. Just know that we're all sludging through and we all low-key hate it. But as Aziz has already said, it is worth it in the end. And I hope you find your person. I'm still I hope so for mine. Too. Oh, and I hope you're going to find your person too. I know you will. I have a good feeling. So anyone, if you guys want to share your stories with me and be featured on the Swiping Diaries, shoot me an email at swipingdiaries at gmail.com. And then while you're at it, stay up to date with all of the Swiping Diaries info. Uh, follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle Swiping Diaries. Um, also another shameless plug, if you don't mind just giving me like a five, like giving Swiping Diaries a five-star rating subscribe, you know, so you know when all the episodes come out. That would be awesome. Thanks so much, everybody. 